0: Hello, my feminist friends, and welcome back to Coffee with Katie. On the episode today, I'm going to be talking about astrology and specifically my signs. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about sun, moon, and rising signs, stick around and let's get to it. Okay, so I'm going to, in this episode, talk about my signs and um, a little bit about me so you guys can learn a little bit about me as well as um, how the sun, moon, and rising signs work according to what mine are. And if you want to find out your sign, what you need to do is you can Google like how to figure out my moon and rising signs or what does my zodiac chart look like, things like that. And you put in your birthday, the location of your birth, and the time of your birth. And that will give you your sun, moon, and rising sign. Now your sun sign is based on your birthday. And that's the one most people know when they're like, oh, I'm a Pisces or I'm a Sagittarius. It's usually their sun sign. And I'll go into sun signs more in a minute. But I wanted to quickly plug two of my favorite apps to look at your chart, your zodiac location of the moon, etc. etc. And I'm not sponsored by either of these apps, but if you want to learn more about your main three signs, I would recommend downloading Time Passages and CoStar. Okay, so my sun sign is Pisces because I was born on leap day 1996 or February 29th, 1996. My moon sign is Cancer, and my rising or ascendant sign is Leo. So I decided I would break this up into categories of each sign and tell you a little bit about those characteristics in accordance to whether they're my sun, moon, or rising sign. So as I said, my sun sign is Pisces. Your sun sign is your ego, your identity, your role in life, what purpose you serve to fulfill your life. That's why the sun sign is so integral in your chart because it's probably what you're going to identify with the most and what horoscopes are going to make the most sense for you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <clears throat> so Pisces are generally more of a moody sign. They're very, very emotional they live kind of in their own world they're dreamers they are a water sign so they're very emotional think rain think deep moody kind of thing their animal is the fishes two fishes swimming opposite each other but somehow still together Um, And they're the most psychic of the signs. However, Pisces are known to be very manipulative. They're known to be very wishy-washy, very, you know you can't always count on them and when a pisces is hurt because they are so emotional they take that pain so incredibly deeply that they're not always the most forgiving of people and in a fight it can be very hard to effectively communicate with pisces because they're very quick to get upset something that i have experienced with being a pisces is that i'm a very emotional person but i think those emotions take Um, relevance with my anxiety because I do suffer with generalized anxiety disorder. And it's something that I don't want to say is a weakness, but it is a huge part of me, something that I'm consistently working on every day. And I find that when I do get in arguments with people, when someone does hurt my feelings, it is very intense for me. And it shows through my anxiety because I'm unable to let that intensity go until the problem has been resolved and for people like Aquariuses and Scorpio's who need much more space even though they are an emotional sign it's very hard for me to give them that space for example so I you know I can relate to a lot of the cons of being a Pisces as well as the pros. I will say that I do have big dreams, I do have big goals, and sometimes I think so much about getting to that point that I disregard, you know, the good things that are happening in my life today, the good position that I'm in today with my life where I have a roof over my head, you know. I sometimes look so far ahead in the future that I get lost in that, so I can relate to that. And one of the biggest pros for a Pisces is willingness to do things for others, and I think that... Um, As selfish as we all are, we're all extremely selfish as human beings, I have a very mothering instinct about myself um, when it comes to my family and close friends, and so I often put people above myself, and I think that makes a lot of sense as far as being a Pisces goes as well. And I do definitely identify with this as my sun sign because all of these traits are something that I feel encapsulates who I am as a person so next I will be talking about my moon sign which is cancer now your moon signs rule your emotions they rule your moods they rule your feelings whenever you're having something very emotional going on in your life whether that's positive or negative look at the horoscope for your moon sign because I promise that will give you the most accurate information of what you're going through that day um, Luckily for me, my moon sign is probably the most emotional of the signs. So me being a Cancer moon means that I'm very, very sensitive, very, very empathetic, but also thoughtful, um, you know, just very in touch with my emotions. I wear my emotions on my sleeves, um, my shirt, my pants, my shoes, my face, my hair, you get it, um cancers are just very in touch with their heart and while that can sometimes be a bad thing because it can lead me to get over emotional um i'm not often angry but i am i would say i cry at least twice a day like at least twice a day and it can be over anything most of the time it's over a show a few minutes ago i was brushing my rabbit florence and she did something cute and i cried you know just just anything very very sensitive but I'm also with that very empathetic and I don't say that to sound like I'm bragging. I um, wish I wasn't as empathetic as I am because I carry other people's emotions with me very deeply which is why I often cry during shows because I become very attached to the characters in the show to the point where they feel like they're my friends, right? And so when they're going through something emotional, I am going through it with them. I feel everything that they're feeling, and I completely understand where they're coming from. And so if you take that, and you know that that's a way that a Cancer Moon feels about a show, imagine how they must feel about the people in their life, or even their animals. Um... So I will say, it can be a good thing and a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. But I like to embrace the fact that I have two very strong emotional signs in my chart because I think it makes me a stronger person. Um, But with that, the combination of Pisces and Cancer can be very intense. Cancers often feel abandoned by the people they love, even if they're not. And that's often because they are so emotional and so empathetic that they feel like they burden other people with that. And they can misread situations and become over emotional about it and feel like they have been abandoned even when they haven't been. Um, And with that, cancers also have trouble letting things go similar to Pisces because they hold on to their emotions so strongly. And I will say, That I often feel abandoned by my friends, even when they've done nothing wrong. And I get put myself in situations where I have extreme anxiety and FOMO over things my friends are doing when I don't even want to be there. Like, I have friends that go out to clubs almost every night and get super drunk and make out with strangers. And, like, that's just not my scene, you know what I mean? So... But I used to be so anxious about that. I was like, why don't I want to go out and party? Why don't I want to have a good time? Why don't I want to hang out with my friends? Why didn't they invite me? I just don't understand. And they didn't invite me because they knew I wouldn't have fun. It wasn't because they didn't want me to be there. And it took me a long time to understand that. And I think that is something that is inherent in both Cancer and Pisces because Cancers often feel very, very abandoned and alone and have trouble letting things go and Pisces often have anxiety and don't let things go. So it makes a lot of sense in combination. However, I do love being a Cancer Moon because I am able to empathize with everyone in my life and I love nothing more than to listen and take in people's stories, and learn as much as I can about everyone and everything. So I think being a Cancer, uh, their animal is the crab, and they hold on to things for sure, just like a crab would, but they also have incredible strength and endurance, and are able to withstand a lot. And finally, my rising or my ascendant sign. So this is the sign that I identify with the least. And that makes sense when it has to do with rising signs, because there's a thing in the astrology community saying that your rising sign will change every two hours. And if you don't entirely identify with it, text your parents and find out the exact time that you were born, because you never know. because. The rising sign is based on when you crowned, the exact second that you came out into the world, right? And so sometimes that can be hard to figure out because it's not always on your birth certificate. I know it wasn't on mine. So full disclosure, my rising sign could be wrong because I am 22 years old and at the age of 22, I asked my grandmother when I was born and she said, "Um, I think around 4.30 in the afternoon... Um, because, you know, I was born two decades ago and it's not on my birth certificate. So this could be entirely wrong. However, it's the most accurate time that I could find for myself. So I'm basing it off of that. My rising sign or my ascendant sign is Leo. Now, Leos are also an emotional sign, but... Where they differ from Pisces and Cancer is that they are a fire sign, whereas the other two are water signs. So I'm a very watery fire, (laughs) Um, and it actually kind of makes a lot of sense. And I'll get more into that in a second, um, because I know I said I don't identify with Leos, right? So let's talk about that for a minute. Your rising sign. Is the mask you present to people. It's your personal style. It's the clothes you wear, the way you talk, the way you move around other people. It's your Instagram feed, right? Because on Instagram, we want everything to look perfect, like we're out there thriving, living our best lives. That's your rising sign. So, Leos are traditionally known for being very. Very confident. They're the people that walk into the room and are immediately the life of the party. They're constantly the center of attention. However, Leo rising signs specifically, are pre- they present themselves to be bright, good-natured, and magnetic. People flock to them. They want to be around them, engaging in conversation, helping them out with their lives, right? Leos are the lion They have a mane of hair that's just so beautiful. They are very charismatic people. The reason I don't identify with this is I don't feel like I exude confidence all the time. I definitely don't have a huge mane of hair, right? I have very thin, straight hair. Um, Being the center of attention freaks me out. I cannot even imagine. I can sit in a room full of my closest friends and not want to say anything because I don't want all of them to look at me. However, when I was younger, I was always the center of attention. I am the oldest kid in my family, older than all my cousins, older than my brother. I constantly craved every adult's eyes to be on me listening to what I had to say. And that took shape in my singing. I was always in choir growing up and I was singing solos. I sang solos at basketball games. I sang solos in choir. I did all of those things, right? And I, you know, it was very nerve-wracking, and this was before I was diagnosed with anxiety, so I didn't really know what I had was anxiety, but I would almost pass out before I got on stage almost every time, but aside from that, I did really, really enjoy it, and I loved getting off stage and everyone telling me how great it was, because anyone would love that, right? Doing something, and then everyone you love telling you how fabulous you are, but, um, as I got older, that changed a lot, especially after I was able to figure out that I had anxiety and. I honestly, full disclosure, think that it, if I had the opportunity to sing the national anthem at a basketball game now, I would turn it down because that's, it's just too much for me. But when I was younger. The Leo really stood out in me, I think, and that's why I do think I got the time of my birth correct, because even though I'm not that way now, there have been huge sections of my life where I had been, and I think that my rising sign, my Leo, takes shape now in my writing, in my blog, in my activism, because I'm not afraid to stand up for what I believe in, and I'm not afraid to use my writing abilities to use to utilize those words and to be heard and so I think the confidence and the centered of attention the bright good-natured magnetic leo take shape through my pen take shape through my keyboard and so maybe I am a leo rising maybe <laughs> my feminist friends I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you finished your warm mug of coffee and I hope that the rest of your day is great I'm sending you all my love and all my positive energy and I'll see you next time for coffee